Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. A bizarre crime wave strikes a small town in Africa. And then we travel back to the conspiracy theory iceberg to take a look at the mystery of why McDonald's ice cream machines aren't working. But while people were investigating that rather benign conspiracy theory, they may have uncovered something far more mysterious. Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I'm having a great day. I hope you guys are having a great day too. I hope you guys had an awesome weekend. We got a ton of stuff to cover, so we're going to roll right into this little, little roly bullies. Apparently that's the only thing that rolls. First off, let's roll in our newest Patreon supporter, Spiced. Everyone give a round of applause to Spiced. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Really, really helps out a lot. You can't support the Patreon, I totally get it. Just help spread the word about the show. That also helps a lot. So, Spice, let's go ahead and put you in a little cap- captain suit, little cute little captain suit. It's like Donald Duck, there's no pants. It's just like a sailor shirt with a, a top and a little hat. <laughs> so, anyways, we're all hopping in the Dead Rabbit rowboat. You're going to be our Captain Spice. We are rowing out from America all the way to Nigeria. Ugh. Ugh. Put your back into it. I can't row. I actually injured my back really badly this weekend. I'm barely holding on. But I do have a daily podcast to put out, so I can't nap all day long. So I'm just laying back. You guys are rowing me around. Hopefully my back feels better. But for now, I'm in a lot of pain. So anyways, eventually we do get to Nigeria. Specifically, we're headed to the Dadu region. That's in Benu State, Nigeria. So we get there. There's a bunch of people kind of milling about. We notice as we're walking through the city, it's mostly women. We're like, that's kind of kind of odd i mean not that women are odd in and of themselves but the fact is most cities have an even split right unless you're in antarctica or alaska it's, you know turn your head to the left you see a woman turn your head to the right you see a man i don't have to explain demographics to you this is not a demographics or a statistics podcast but anyways we notice that it's a lot of women walking around uh-huh, this is interesting but then we soon solve the mystery because we look at the clock and uh, and a calendar at the same time we look at a calendar we notice it's that time of the year it's that time of the year that's why all the men are sequestered at home they're guarding something very very precious i found this website called pulse.com.gh for ghana it's an african news website and i don't remember i was researching something else and i stumbled across this website And it is a news website in the sense, like, I think the headline right now is about African government leaders uh, congratulating Joe Biden and uh, world event stuff. Uh, Stuff like that. It's just like, here's the stuff that's going on in the world. And then, maybe like the next story down, you have this story. Angry youths burn down pastors' buildings. That's unfortunate. Because seven men can't find their penises. Now, we've covered penis theft before. We've covered it on the show before. It's one of those topics that is not super rare. 
There was some funny... That it wasn't funny, actually. <laughs> I got brutally murdered or beaten up because someone else thought that... They were standing around in the group, and then the guy looked down, and his penis was missing. So he beat up this other guy. He accused him of stealing his penis, which... Listen, I don't know if penis theft is real, but if you can steal it in broad daylight in a group of people, you deserve a medal. Like, he didn't deserve getting beaten up for that. Covered it before, though. And this story, this this website is awesome. I love this website. This story starts off, apparent now again, I thought it was a thing, obviously. Um, I don't know if it's real. We'll get into that in a second. You're like, Jason, of course it's not real. Ah, hold on, hold on. But I do love the way this article started off. The very first sentence of this. And this is a news website. This was the first line of this article. As Christmas approaches, the annual stories of people's penises disappearing mysteriously, as opposed to those ones that disappear and they know the answer, they're like, there's no mystery, sir. The annual stories of people's penises disappearing mysteriously in Africa have started emerging. So is this an annual thing? I thought these were like one-off things. You're hanging out with a group of guys. You don't know two of them. Someone in your friend's group is missing a penis. <laughs> like that's just, that's just a weird one-off coincidence. And I know these stories have popped up. I didn't know it was an annual tradition. Like as the leaves start to turn yellow, everyone's like, uh-oh, who's losing their penis this year? I was like, oh, not me, not me. Apparently, I, I'm, st- let me finish this story before I analyze it real quick. So, these youths, it's that time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year for penis thieves. In the uh, Dadu community, seven men realize their penises are missing. They very quickly track down the thieves. They turns out to be two ministers. One of them works for a church known as the Divine Shadow Church. That's pretty dope, dude. I think I think every church should go by the name Divine Shadow. But anyways, uh, probably, but anyways, um, these guys who are missing their penises descend on these ministers. Give us back our dicks. And the ministers are like, what are you talking about, dude? And they get beat up. They're, they've been arrested, actually. the It wasn't this vigilante action. The local police investigated it, and they came to the conclusion that, yes, these two ministers... Stole these men's penises. They're in jail now. And then the dudes whose penises are missing, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, hopefully find a new penis. But they threw the ministers in jail, and then these kids burned down their church. Their divine shadow church. So, I'm starting to think, because we've I've been seeing stories about penises disappearing for a long time. And the fact that it's an annual tradition, I'm wondering if there's something lost in translation. I'm wondering if it's not physically gone, because that's impossible. That's 100% impossible, right? Right, right? Convince me, convince me, right? That's impossible. I'm wondering if it's a, like, a translation error for, like, sexual prowess. Like, I, my sex drive is gone. So those ministers took it. I mean, it's still not, still not a good reason to burn down a church, but are they looking in their pants and they are physically missing? Are they straight up Kindall down there all of a sudden? That that almost seems like mass hypnosis at that point. For seven people in the same community to be able to look and not see any dicks. And then you gotta wonder, so they go to the police department and they're like, officer, officer, you gotta help me, my dick's gone. <laughs> the, the cops are like, oh, it's that time of the year. They look at the calendar. They have a little advent calendar. Each day they flop it up, there's a little penis in it. If you look down and you have some sort of psychotic delusion that your penis was missing, I can understand that, but how can you drop your pants in front of law enforcement and they don't see your penis either. 
if a guy came up to you today, someone you knew, not just some weirdo on the street, if someone you knew, Jerry showed up at your house and goes, I think my penis is gone. You would want to check, right? And what would you do if you looked and he had a penis? And he's like, look, it's gone, it's gone. And he's like playing with it and stuff. You're like, whoa, whoa, stop it, stop it. He's like rubbing his area this episode. <laughs> this episode is not safe for work. He's rubbing his place where his penis originally was. And he sees his hand just rubbing on smooth skin. And yeah, also now, now I'm really dissecting it. Is it smooth? Is it like a little smooth bump? Or is it like a hole where it was formerly ripped out? I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of penis questions I have. I should have paid attention during health science class. But the point is, is that seven people said their penises... I don't know. As of the time of this recording, we do not know if their penises were returned to them. Do their penises... I'm thinking it's a euphemism for sexual prowess. So you could go to the cop and you're like, dude, I used to be super horny, but I'm not horny anymore. And the cops are like, lock them up. Lock them up. And they're marching through the street. Everyone's like, ah, it's that time of the year. People stop, a couple people stop getting less horny, and the world ends. This website, uh, pulse.com.gh, it'll be in the show notes. Here's some other articles real quick from this website. They're not, I'm not going to do a full segment on them, but I just wanted to highlight what you're missing by not going to pulse.com.gh. There was a guy, they're very, very sex-oriented newspaper. Again, world news. It's Again, it is not just... Some some sexy website I found. They make coffins in Africa. In parts of Africa, they'll make coffins based on what you do. So if you're like a, a soccer player or a footballer, as they call them. Uh, this guy got buried in a giant shoe. <laughs> he got, they didn't make a giant Adidas and stuff him into a stinky shoe. It's a coffin in the shape of a shoe. If you're a librarian, you could be in a coffin that's like a book. There's also a photo of a coffin. It's the shape of a giant penis. So those are for people who are womanizers. Um, or people who are who loved stealing penises. They're like, I want to be buried in the thing that I stole the most. But here's my... This segment's going on super long because now, uh, now I'm questioning this one as well. If you're sleeping around with a bunch of women, wouldn't you want to be buried in a, a bunch of boobs? Or a vagina? You know, I, I don't even... Like, if I'm sleeping with a bunch of women... I'm not like you and me, buddy. <laughs> you and me, buddy, till the wheels fall off to my to my dick. But if I had to be buried in genitalia, if that is the fate of Jason Carpenter, I think I would choose boobs because they like a real tight tank top. <laughs> I just don't want my coffin to look like. I want it to be a big set of knockers. <laughs> because Ronnie Dangerfield is going to give my eulogy a big set of knockers. And it's like a tank top. like So it's like a really, really tight. Take notes, guys. I want to see sketches. I want to see measurements of this. It's like a, 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 I like, I like a spaghetti straps. Spaghetti straps or tank tops or stuff like that. And then like you have to like just boobs. I guess you don't. I guess it doesn't really matter what outfit she's wearing. Make sure it's Abercrombie and Fitch. Anyways, I wouldn't want to be. What I'm trying to say is I would not want to be buried in a giant dick. Like, even though my reputation sometimes precedes me, um, I'm not so much of a player that I don't I don't want to be buried in giant dick, basically. I guess that's what I'm saying. That's not the image I associate with my love life. It's not a giant penis to be buried inside. So, Spice, let's go ahead and leave behind Nigeria. We are headed out. 
to good old California, USA. <laughs> Helicopter is flying back across the world. We get to California. We're at a McDonald's driving. The helicopters <laughs> pushing everyone away. Ah, rotors are cutting up other cars in front of us. But it doesn't matter. We need sustenance. So order some chicken nuggets and stuff. And then I want uh, large fries. And then my treat. I'm being very generous today. Who wants a McFlurry? Everyone's like, yeah, McFlurries. Woo. Um, those are the people in the helicopter saying that. Everyone outside the helicopter has been chopped up by the rotors at this point. So we go to order McFlurries and the machine isn't working. Aww. So can we fly to another McDonald's to buy McFlurries? Spice, bring us up and take us out to, I don't know, Fresno or something like that. Nothing. Hey, can you take us up to Santa Rosa? Nothing. So anyways, we're sitting in this McDonald's parking lot. The sun is setting. The lights are turning on. This one's on the conspiracy theory iceberg. I think it's towards the top of the tier. It's not a super obscure one. There's actually been mainstream articles written about this. It's called the Great McDonald's Soft Serve Ice Cream Conspiracy Theory of 2016. And by typing that in, you can find a a ton of articles on it. It's not obscure at all. But there's been some new developments in this. But before we talk about the new developments, let me give you a quick rundown of what is the story itself. What happened was back in 2016, people were realizing that every time they went to a McDonald's, the ice cream machine wasn't working. Now, the ice cream machine is used not just to make soft serve cones, but it's also used to make McFlurries. And it can make McCafe drinks, which are actually pretty good. People were realizing during that year, especially people were going into McDonald's to get an ice cream cone, machine doesn't work. McFlurry, machine doesn't work. McCafe, machine doesn't work. What the problem, there was a couple of problems, but I'm going to tell you right now the observational problem is, when's the last time you had an ice cream cone at McDonald's, right? But as the ice cream options grew and the machine was being used more and more, the chances of you going there and it not working were higher because the chances of you... No one, no one over the age of eight is like, you know what I want today? I'm going to go out of my way to buy, just buy an ice cream cone, right? You may add it to your, I'm not going to say there's nothing wrong with eating ice cream cones. I will add them to my order from time to time. But sometimes, there have been times where I've walked into McDonald's specifically to buy a McFlurry or a McCafe. As the options grew, there were more choices for you to show up and it, the machine wasn't working. But in 2016, it came to a head, and people were complaining all over. Every time they went to their McDonald's, the machine was broken, and they would go to other McDonald's, and those machines would be broken. And this conspiracy theory started. The idea was is the machines weren't actually broken, but those items are more labor-intensive. Again, not the ice cream cone, but the McFlurries and the McCafes. You have to make those on a case-by-case basis. Fast food is fast because they grill a ton of burgers. They have all the refried beans and the salsas ready to go at Taco Bell. They have all this stuff that put in a bun, warm it up a bit, and give it to you. A McCafe, stuff like that, that is made to order. Like you, you have to do more stuff. And when you're looking at an eight hour day, a lot of those is going to take more time than cooking a hundred burgers. So the theory was is that the machines weren't broken. They were just telling people that because they didn't want to do it. Which is possible. But people actually started looking into this. You had journalists actually look into this. Um, Like I said, you can find a ton of articles about this conspiracy theory in and of itself. Some people say 
that some people say it's not true at all that the machines were never offline. But what was interesting was the number one complaint generally with McDonald's is poor service. The staff. I've actually never had trouble with the staff at McDonald's. I think they've always been really excellent. But apparently, that's always been the number one complaint. Just poor customer service. In the year 2016, the number one complaint by a wide margin, ice cream machines weren't working. It was the first time that complaint, or really any complaint, overtook shoddy customer service. So there was an actual reason. Like people, this wasn't an internet meme. People were actually having these problems enough that they were complaining to McDonald's about them. But then you had all these other theories. We already talked about the one where they were just lying. One of them is that it, this is amazing. Apparently, apparently, there is a three-hour maintenance required on this machine for maintenance. And then every two weeks, you have to do a deep clean. But all you have all this stuff going on. You have people saying that there's a rational answer for it, that they're lying, the problem never existed. And I looked into it when I saw it on the Conspiracy Theory Iceberg, and I go, oh, no. mildly interesting. But it's, and I moved on. But one of the fun things about conspiracy theories is there are people who believe in them accidentally. Like, we research this stuff, we have a lot of fun with this stuff, but there are people out there who stumble across things on accident. Never knew they were a conspiracy theory investigator. Spiced, let's leave behind this empty McDonald's parking lot. I want you to take the Carpenter Copter out into the middle of the Pacific Ocean. We're just going to do a little sightseeing while I continue to tell you the rest of this story. We see a little tropical fish swimming around. And then, like, I don't know, dolphins. What else is in the ocean? What else is in the, in the immeasurable depths of the blue ocean? I don't know. Just tropical fish and dolphins. We're flying over the Pacific Ocean. Now, we recently got a development on this story. There was a man named Rashik Tahid. In October 22nd, 2020, he revealed this amazing invention. It may change your life forever. It'll definitely change the lives of all you eight-year-olds out there. You can now go to his website called mcbroken.com. And it will tell you if the ice cream machine is working in your area. It'll actually tell you if an ice cream machine is working anywhere in America. So we built this bot that's constantly going to McDonald's websites, like local McDonald's websites, and placing orders for McFlurries. So then you just go in and pick it up and leave. And he goes, I just put the item in the shopping cart and never pay for it. I'm not ripping them off any money. They're not ripping me off any money. But if the item can't be put in the shopping cart, it'll say, sorry, this item is not available. It pings back on the website and says, the McDonald's on Fulton Avenue, their ice cream machine's not working. And it's constantly doing this for every McDonald's in the United States. And you can pull up this map, you can go to this website, and it'll actually show you which ones are working, which ones are not. Now, this, again, is fascinating because this guy, as far as I know, is not a conspiracy theorist. He might be the biggest conspiracy theorist ever, but... He invents this program, and if it was just a, oh, it's just observation bias, they're not really closed, which is what some of the articles were saying, this website should just show that they're all working. Or maybe there's one not working sometimes in the middle of Chicago or something like that. At any given time in the United States, between 7 to 9% of the ice cream machines aren't working. You can look at major cities... At the time as I was researching this story, 17% of all the ice cream machines in New York we're not working. So this is definitely, those are way higher numbers than I would have thought. What's odd is that San Diego had 0% broken. 
So good on you, San Diego. You did something good other than that massive human trafficking problem you have. But the ice cream machines work on time. So it is true. There actually is a problem with, I mean, problem in air quotes. You can go without your ice cream cone. But it's an interesting thing to see a conspiracy theory pop up on the conspiracy theory iceberg of all places and verifiable proof that there is an issue. That's not where the story ends. I thought this was a great way to, to wrap this up. I remember when I saw this website come out on October 22nd, I go, oh, maybe I'll cover that now with because it's on the Conspiracy Theory Iceberg. It's a nice little spin on it. I was on Reddit. There's a user named X1BitJ. And they noticed something with the McBroken.com website. It shows the location of every McDonald's in the United States. Every McDonald's in the United States, I should say, that is hooked up for this pre-order thing. But it's set up to ping everything to see if their ice machines are working. This dude on Reddit realized something. There are McDonald's in locations where there is nothing else. The reason why I had Spiced fly us out to the middle of the ocean is we are specifically over this point, I don't know, hundreds of miles off the coast of Santa Rosa, California. And we're looking down, and we just see beautiful blue water, a bunch of tropical fish, and a few dolphins. And I turn to you and I say, welcome to the farthest McDonald's location off the coast of the United States. Welcome to the Moroccan Mole Lab. Carpenter Copter's just hovering there over nothing. There are three locations. There's one on the West Coast, which I could find, which I was able to find this one. Apparently two on the East Coast. They're all listed as being, because it'll show on the, on the McBroken.com website, it'll show like little dot... And it'll say, like, Fresno. It'll say, what, even if you're looking at a map of the United States and you know where Fresno, California is at, when you hover over it, it'll still tell you the location. In the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and the two on the eastern side, but again, I wasn't able to verify those ones, the location is Poon, P-U-N-E. But there's no island by that name. Poon is actually a city in India. Reddit user Obtuse Radiator. Recognize the name Moroccan Mole Lab. They go, that's from Secret Squirrel. It was this old cartoon about a squirrel who kept secrets. He's really good. You can tell him your deepest desires. He's like, ugh, that one's kind of gross. You want to be buried in a penis-shaped coffin? Ugh, but okay, I'll keep it. I'll keep that secret. That's that whole cartoon. He was a spy. And they, in that cartoon, it was like in the 60s, it's Hanna-Barbera. In the cartoon, there was a place called the Moroccan Mole Lab. Now, there, when people were talking about this on this Reddit board, it's uh, this subreddit is called RBI, or Reddit Bureau of Investigation. It's sometimes pretty interesting. A lot of times it's just, help me find my grandpa. But you're like, Jason, that's incredibly interesting. They want to find their grandpa. But you're always wondering, is it actually their grandpa or are they trying to dox somebody? So it's, it's kind of a weird subreddit. But they have some standout stuff like this. People started looking into this. And they go, and this this was kind of the most obvious one, and I know this for a fact when I was a pizza delivery driver, you come across it all the time. Map-making companies make fake maps all the time. It's how they copyright a map. Because you can't copyright geography. You can't copyright, like, a fact. So if you have a map of Chicago, what's to stop me from taking that map that you worked so hard on circumnavigating Chicago, getting stabbed everywhere, getting addicted to heroin before you got eight blocks away. But eventually, you are able to stop getting stabbed, and you've, you've narrowed it down to just a fentanyl addiction. 
you have this map of Chicago now. What's to keep someone else from simply photocopying it and then selling it at a cheaper rate? So what map companies will do, this is actually pretty ingenious, they make fake streets. They don't make, they don't change the names of existing streets to get you lost. But they'll draw streets on there that don't exist. And it'll be like Randall Way. And so when you make a photocopy of that map and they're suspicious of it, they can look right to A.E. and they go, Randall Way doesn't exist, we made it up. So people have said that's what happened here. Someone who made this map was copywriting it and putting stuff in it so it couldn't be copied. Case closed. It was kind of the common theme here was that that is something that map companies do. That's what they did with this. Into the discussion, that may all be well and good. And I do know that map companies do that. Map companies also don't set up fake McDonald's servers to prove their maps are real. Because what his bot is doing, it it is crawling through every McDonald's online order website, placing orders and pinging back. Whether the map was real or not, his bot would have never landed in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. There is no island here. There is nothing here. But his bot is recognizing there is a McDonald's location and assigning it the name Moroccan Mole Lab, which it's getting from geographical information. How is this bot pulling information that doesn't exist in the middle of the ocean based on a 1960s cartoon and related to a city in India? Could Rashik have created it as a joke? Could Rashik have created it as his way of copywriting the map? Possibly. Those are the two most likely ones, even though he didn't really create the map. Again, it's just pinging stuff. But unlike a fake road on a map, which he would never go down because it doesn't exist, if he was putting fake stuff on the map, it would actually make it seem like more of it could be fake, that it could just be a way for him, because he's asking for donations. He's like, if you like this, get donations. If he's faking information, then you'd have to question all the information on that. Maybe you maybe you planned a flight out to Poon and got out there and didn't exist. I think, here's my conspiracy cap idea, and we'll wrap it up like this. There is a secret facility out in the middle of the ocean. You know, CIA headquarters has a Starbucks in it, and the people who work there have to have... This actually might be an urban legend now that I've said it so authoritatively, but I've heard that the CIA headquarters has a Starbucks, that they basically have to be... I'm not saying CIA agent level. I'm not saying that you train to work for the CIA and they're like, here's your post. And you're like, oh man, I'm making cookies. Yes, that's what I've always wanted to do with the CIA. I thought it was the Cookie Intelligence Administration. They're basically like, they, I don't think they, there's a bunch of security precautions they have to go through. I think like they don't have name tags. They don't get the employees' names on the cups or anything like that. Which I guess, which I guess is, isn't that secure. But my point is, is that we do know that People love coffee. People love McDonald's. And if you had a facility out in the middle of nowhere, like literally in the middle of nowhere or even underwater, is it easier every time you have a hankering to get some burgers or something like that to get in your get in your un, unidentified submerged object and fly around, go to Fresno, get some burgers, go back? No. You would build a McDonald's because that's believable, right? You have a secret underground, underwater facility that you build a McDonald's in. It's totally, your facility's totally secret, but at night there's like a glowing yellow from the golden arches. You have a secret facility that you have set up for online orders 
because because the facility's big. So let's say I'm really reaching <laughs> really reaching this one, but let's say you're on the opposite end of the facility. It's like a mile long, and you're like, oh man, my uh, my uh, my hover car is broken or something like that. And then <laughs> you're sitting there. You're like, Jason, we get it, we get it. No, I gotta wrap it up. You're laying there in your bunk. And the McDonald's is a mile away under in your underwater base. And very, very poorly designed base. But anyways, you're in it and you're in your bunk and then you get a hanker in for um, some filet of fish because you're not tired of looking at fish all the time. So now you could walk all the way to the... Wait a second, you're going to have to walk there anyways. It doesn't matter whether or not you order it online. Okay, so then you just read a book. My point is, is that there may be a, McDon- there may be a McDonald's under the water. <laughs> that was the whole point of the last six minutes of this. And I think I said it back then. I think that this guy's website is a really cool thing. And at least it's very fun. It's changing the way mankind's looking at frozen milk. It's an amazing website. But it also may have unveiled three top secret underwater bases that have McDonald's placed in them. Sure, I know. That eventually the McDonald's would run out of food and you'd have to keep going to buy potatoes and stuff like that. I know logically it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and I know, I know, there's still a lot of holes in this theory. But my point is, is that sometimes people who don't believe in conspiracy theories may stumble across the deepest truths of all. And then someday you're going to ask that guy who uncovered this grand conspiracy theory about underwater bases that people have been trying to explore for years when he finally becomes accepted into the conspiracy community we're gonna go hey man how do you like it how do you like hanging out with all these conspiracy guys (laughs) he looks at you and he says he puts his hands on his shoulder he gets really close and he goes i'm loving it Tetraveradio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up. At, I wonder how many people like, like, that's an American catchphrase. I don't know if I'm loving it as a McDonald's catchphrase around the world, but. Uh, Tetraveradio at I'm not on pain medication for my back either. I don't know why that episode went off the rails. Tetraveradio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash Radio. Twitter is at Radio. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day. I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one.